podcast where anime and game nerds glide. Thanks for joining us. This week, we share our thoughts on the PS5 showcase, including the games we're excited to play, the price tag, and which heavy hitter we're siding with this generation. We have seen and will continue to see remakes, so we discuss our favorites and list a few we'd like to see in the future. Once again, we're reminded how fast time is flying as we celebrate the 19th anniversary of the GameCube. And finally, we've come face to face with impending doom as we review The Social Dilemma. But before we get into all that, I'm joined by my two great friends and co-hosts. First up, we have... What's up, Internet? It's David here. And running out the cast as always. Running the medicine, man. What have y'all been up to this week? I uh, just got back from vacation a couple of days ago, so that was dope. Went out to Dizzy, man. I was waiting for my boy Cliff at the airport, but he ain't never show up, so I had to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, if man, y'all flying is scary, know, man. I can't fly. Yeah, I know. If y'all know me and uh, Cliff here had this trip planned out for what? Since end of last year? Yeah, because we came December. We, yeah, we went December from our 30th, and then it was yeah. like, let's make the trip right away. Yeah, so like we had this joint planned for that, like since the end of last year for last week, and just obviously didn't happen because of what's going on. But uh, I wasn't gonna go either, and I tell these guys the story all the time. I wasn't gonna go either, and then like Disney called me, and I'm thinking they were calling me because to be like, you know what? Um, yeah, we're gonna cancel your trip. Here's your money back, blah blah blah. You know, give me the whole spiel. And they was like, you know, instead, we go to your room, not ready, but uh. We're going to give you an upgrade in room. I was like, you got my attention. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, like Cliff said, you ain't giving him an answer yet. You got a little sweat a little bit. And I you know, mm-hmm. called, called him back the next day. Like, we ended up taking it. But it was dope, man. Uh, we, was there, we was there a day early because I think uh, even when we had that trip planned, we thought about going to downtown Disney first and the parks the other four days. But instead of doing that, we ended up going to Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure because um, they had this ticket thing going on. Where if you buy it, it's basically an annual pass for the rest of the year. So you get to go as many times as you want up until the end of the year. Um, so we did nice. that. And uh, I don't know, man. I didn't I didn't like Universal Studios. It was kind of boring. We went on a Thursday and like barely no, no one was there, which was great. It was like completely empty. They have this Transformer ride that's like a virtual thing. And mm-hmm. that shit was legit. I would say that. And their Harry Potter world is pretty cool. But like other than that, man, like none of the attractions really called me. But like going back to Disney like that Friday... Like the whole damn thing was packed, dude. Like they had hand sanitizer stations all over the place. The um, team members were like giving you hand sanitizer like uh, portions when before you got on and off the of rides. So that was dope. They stopped the ride thing like every couple hours or so to do the cleaning and whatnot. And I would never understand like people, bro. Like they complain about like people not cleaning or anything, and then like they stop the rides to clean, and people get so mad about that. They got to do that right now. They have to clean it right now. But you was complaining about the same thing. But like, but it's like when you damned if you do, damned if you don't. So like, that's one thing that was kind of annoying me throughout the whole trip. But like, other than that, man, it's a pretty good time gets, getting away from work and uh, forgetting about a lot of things. It was dope. Just ungrateful. You at Disney? Come on now. Why you? Are you complaining? You at Disney? Right, bro. It's yeah. It is what it is. I guess it was packed like normally packed. No, it wasn't packed like normally packed. I would say that. Like uh, we got on like like I said on um that flight of passage, y'all remember? It was ninety minutes when we all went. We got there, like, we was in line maybe, like, 30 minutes. The lines were longer, obviously, because of um, social distancing. They had the whole thing on the ground. You had to stay six oh, feet yeah, away from everybody yeah. in lines. The lines were way longer, but in reality, it was shorter mm-hmm. because you obviously you're six feet apart, and we took, like, 30 minutes to get on that ride. We got on Space Mountain, and as soon as we got to the park, and it was empty, dude. Like, so we were able to get on some of these high-profile rides within minutes. 
Maybe I should have risked it, man. Maybe. How you riding? How you doing? Man? Yeah, I, I mean, today, I, today I'm all fucked up. Did some bad trades today, but uh, all week was actually uh pretty good, and then I had to get slapped around today. So try to. I don't even know how my week going. <laughs> yeah, dog, I I I made a I made a, basically I made a bad trade and I lost all my week's gains. I mean, I'm not really like down or up. I basically just all my profit I made this week. Was gone in 15 minutes, which was which was substantial profit. Um, anyway, so, so I tried to go out for a jog, you know, clear my head because that's what I do when I when I have a bad day trading. So I was basically just like trying to run far as shit for no reason. But um, if I had this podcast, if I had this podcast, I'd I would I still be outside. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this I mean, so far this week was chilling. Uh, got I got played a little bit of games with you guys. Played uh played some uh Red Dead. Just fell nice. back. This, this was like a super relaxing week, actually, to be honest. Besides the day, obviously. That's what's up. That's what's up. I can't believe it's Thursday already. Right. I really can't. Uh, I've just been really busy wrapping up this stuff, like this fiscal year, because we're changing. I'm changing programs at my job, so I'm like wrapping everything up, making sure I have all the stuff together. So I haven't really been watching anything. Uh, I've been streaming consistently, and that's been pretty cool. Uh, Dead by Daylight and um, Fallout New Vegas. But yeah, I mean, this week has kind of kind of flew past me. I was just watching Naruto earlier this morning, um, in season three, where uh, he just beat Neji, and we found out about the whole his clan. I'm about to say the Kurta clan. What's his <laughs> clan called? The um, Yuga. The Yuga clan. Yeah. So that whole thing with the brother and the surrogate. So interested to see what happens of the, what what comes of that in the future. And then yeah, I got to make it through this because I can't watch Yu Yu, or uh, what's the other one? Blood Sea again because. I can't go through Hulu. They have this whole weird thing about signing up. I'm gonna look into devices. that. I'll look into that. And there's nowhere else where you could get them unless you buy the Blu-rays. So I might have to buy some Blu-rays if I can't find them. I actually want to buy the screen Blu-rays too for nice. October. Let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna get the first three movies on Blu-ray with some commentary. So that'll be pretty dope. And then I have to get back into Inuyasha so I can finish that before the new season comes out or the new series in a couple months. Everything. All right, so let's kick things off with the PS5 showcase. A lot of games caught my attention, including Spider-Man Miles Morales, Final oh. Fantasy uh, 15. 16. Or was that 16? 16. My bad. Get I wrote it here, too. Right. Get those your facts right. straight. Show, put some respect <laughs> on their name. 15 is the one with the the one that you were playing right now, right? Or you just finished playing again? My favorite one, man. My favorite Final Fantasy. I play, like... That's your favorite? Like yeah, that's my favorite, bro. John. I don't know. It's just the, the combat. Just... I don't know. I love it. It is what it I is. It. What's the online one? That's the one I always mess up with the numbers. 14. 14, okay. That's the yeah. one I always get confused if it's 12 or 13 or whatever the case may be. The thing is, they, they all name them out of order, so I'm like, uh, I don't know. But, um, all right, so, of course, the next God of War that got my attention, too. They only show the title, and it's going to be called Ragnarok or something like that. There's plenty of uh, fan art out there saying that Atreus may be older. But anyways, the PlayStation Plus collection is also huge. It will be available at launch. So tell me, what are your guys' thoughts on what we saw yesterday? I thought it was pretty dope, man. Like, I was on the fence because, you know, how we all say we're switching over to PC, like F console or blah, blah, blah. In reality, like, we're all going to end up getting a console, just not both. So, like, I was on the fence of which one I was going to get. But, like, watching this, I think I'm, I mean, towards the PS5, man. Like, I don't know. Like, doing the PS4 just turned me into a whole Sony fan. And, like, 
the price point was four ninety nine for the regular edition, which matches up the regular Xbox Series X, and the three ninety nine for digital edition, which is a hundred dollars more of the Xbox Series S. I mean, it's not a huge difference from price on the versus the Xbox. So if I had to get one, I'll do the digital edition. But like, dude, I'm Demon Souls looked amazing on this mm-hmm. man. Demon Souls. If that was in game footage, great. man. That, that was beautiful. It like it could be one of those CGI movies from like the early two thousands. It looks great. Yep. And like and we all kept saying like we did that um the live stream thing on on Discord and like all of us was like speechless. We kept saying this, yo, this game looks great. Is this really end game? Like that's the only thing we kept saying, like how amazing it looked. And Ron was just like, you know, jaw dropped and like how good it looked. Um, Resident Evil 8, obviously, like I know we said this a while back. I'm just a sucker for Resident Evil, like dad, dad, body, Chris, like you guys say, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Bad yeah boy. That's dope, man. That's dope. And uh, I'm gonna let Ron take over on this one for the Harry Potter John because I want to say what I want to say about it, but you know, as Ron, shit. I mean, God loves me if that's the case. That's coming out soon. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, it's not a PlayStation exclusive, hopefully, <laughs> but I mean, uh. Overall, I mean, for the whole the whole ordeal, I mean, it was it was nice. I mean, it was a nice showing. I mean, it wasn't like something like super crazy. I mean, the Harry Potter thing did throw me through a loop, though. I did not expect that at all. I did not expect to even see that for a while. But I already have in my mind not even about Harry Potter, but about games in general that a lot of shit's just gonna be like be postponed. Like I, all I keep thinking about is all the games and movies we were gonna get this fall. We're not gonna get because of COVID and stuff like that. So I was super shocked to see that Harry Potter. You guys know I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. You know what I'm saying? I need that John saying with the John sayings. I need my wand. What you call it? A magic stick? I need my wand, player. Yeah, stick with the magic. I, I he said, my, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> I need, I need, I need my wand, man. I need, I need to, I need to, I need to kill some people. I need to, I need to uh, learn some magic tricks. Man, take my money. That's it, man. Just take my money. I don't care if it's got some DLC. I don't care if it's pay to win. I don't care if it's an MMO. I don't care what it is. I'm going to be I don't care if it's finished. I don't care. Just give it to me. Just give me what I want. Just take my money. That 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 right there was the, the whole takeaway from the show. Not a, not a PlayStation exclusive, but it was definitely the, it was definitely a takeaway of the show for me. Between that and Spider-Man, I, the Spider-Man looked amazing. That was that was another thing. Like I couldn't I couldn't say that enough. How good that Spider Man! Like, oh my god, amazing! I'm speaking the whole time. I love Spider Man. Yeah, and then I just mean, the the yeah. music, him camouflage, showing his powers. That was amazing. I loved it. What I liked that about was, this showcase the most. What I liked about this showcase the most was that it wasn't theatrical trailers. It was straight up gameplay. Yeah, and I thought and that it was looked cool. like so, it looked like a like a like a like a set piece or something like that, like a theatrical uh, piece. But it wasn't. It was gameplay, and yeah, it was boy, straight up gameplay. And had my man in his daughters too. Had him with the hot top fade. Like, and to know. end that John, and to end that John with Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok. I was not expecting that, so I was like geeking, bro. Yeah, I haven't really played all the God of Wars, but from my understanding, they are amazing. I I played the first one. That was it. I think I, I played the I main franchise. Played, yeah, I think I might have played the second one for a bit, but the only one I actually played from start to finish and beat. Was uh, God of War that the first one? That was the only one I actually really sat there and played. So I know how good it can be and how fun and how good the story is. So I wasn't really excited about that, but but I could see why people went crazy for it. You didn't even get no, you didn't even get no gameplay or nothing. Just a, just a picture. People went nuts over that. Yeah, then on Instagram, the uh, Christopher D- Judge, the voice of Kratos, had a picture of his, the Blue Yeti in front of him, and he said, "Boy," and I was like, "That's it. That's all I need. Yes, it's right. coming. <laughs> I, it's 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 here." 
I love that game. Like I said, I played the main franchise. I didn't play the mobile games, but I've watched stuff on YouTube, so I understand the story. And I do like his character progression now. You know, most games don't really do that. They show a main character for a trilogy and then a later stage in life, and they're, they're doing it perfectly. I love the remake, so I'm interested to see what Ragnarok does. And as I say with the PlayStation Plus collection, apparently 99% of the PS4 exclusives will be on PS5 day one so that's great i'm not sure how much that will cost if it will still be the 15 or 10 or if they bring it up to 15 dollars a month to keep that i actually wouldn't mind if they bought the price up considering all the games they're bringing along with it that'd be pretty cool all right with all that said were you guys able to pre-order the game yesterday not not at all man because i didn't even think it went on freaking pre-order because it said thursday yeah it's supposed to be today but apparently a lot of people have already pre-ordered it yeah, and like that's so corny because I signed up for all these retailers that give me a notification when it would go on pre-order, and I did this like months and months ago. Not one of them gave me a damn email or anything, dude. That was so corny, man. Like how you announce it for Thursday, but then everybody got it literally maybe an hour after, after the you know the whole thing ended. I think that I was, that was so corny, but so now yeah. I gotta just hand my chances on like when it drops. I guess um, I think Walmart's gonna be getting more pre-orders in a week. Can't bank on that. So, from, from my understanding, though, uh, Amazon didn't have didn't have any at all. So people can still order theirs from there. From my understanding, that Amazon didn't have the pre order thing set up either. So whatever copies they have aren't even sold yet. So that mean you read one too? I know. I'm yeah. you know. I, I ain't buying right. nothing until I see what the Harry Potter doing. I ain't buying nothing. I oh, when I know. move, you Somebody move, huh? Just that's, like that's that. A tip you that's a tip you want right now. <laughs> I didn't get a chance like to that. either. Um, I do like the price, you know, that, that didn't deter me, but I just just sl- slept on it. I lunched. I would just admit it. And then, you know, the first generation of these consoles, when they come out, they always have some type of bug anyway. So I'm not really worried about it too much. And I'll still be, have the PS4 here and the PC, so I won't be missing out, like I said. There's nothing there, really like a player I need to be also, on. Uh, what company do you guys, I mean, you guys probably don't, but do you guys know what company made the chips? Is it is it AMD? But anyways, from uh, I think uh, whatever company makes the chips, and I think I think it's AMD. But uh, from my understanding, they were saying they only had thirty two percent of the chips that uh, Sony demanded. So that's another re- another thing that they might. Yeah, not I saw have reports about about shortages. Like last week, I saw reports about mm-hmm. that. You think yeah. that's really going to thirty two percent? Honestly, damn. Yeah, the, the company. I'm almost certain it was uh, AMD that makes the chips. I could be completely wrong. I don't have the information right here, but. Uh, Obviously, you guys know I trade stocks and stuff. I remember they fell off. Their stock fell off uh, because of that. So Nvidia they only had 32 Xbox. Yeah, and I think AMD makes PlayStation. I could be wrong, but whatever the company was, they on they they said that they only had 32 percent of the demand that uh, Sony wanted for the PlayStation. So that basically means you only gonna get 32 percent of whatever Sony wanted to give away. If they ain't got yeah. the chips, then Sony ain't got the product. Simple as that. So, if I if I remember correctly, when the PS3 first came out, I remember there was a shortage on those too, and I don't remember the reason why, but I remember people wanted those so bad that remember people was going crazy for them. I remember somebody got like killed over it too. Like I remember when PlayStation 3 came out, not PS4, but when PS3 came out. I'm not saying you're gonna see people act crazy, but I can see it being a shortage. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, what about the price? So that stacked up against the Xbox. How do you guys feel about that? Like I said, I don't really mind the the price that they put out there. I'm going to go for the smaller version without the disc because I only really use two discs now. 
And that's just because I didn't buy them on sale when they were, you know, digitally on sale. Mm-hmm. I had to get them physically on sale, but I don't really use discs like that. I mean, I'm actually cool with the price. Four ninety nine for the regular one, like I said, matches up with the Xbox uh, standard edition. But the three ninety nine, I'm not bothered with it because you're not losing from what I see, from what we see from the specs, you're not losing any any freaking um like specs wise. You're not losing any like anything for the hard drive or anything graphics. You're not losing none of that. You're just losing mm-hmm. the disk drive. Compared mm-hmm. to the Xbox, you're losing some of that stuff. So that's why it's a hundred dollars cheaper. But compared to the PlayStation, the I don't know what this uh what's the digital edition, you're not losing much. You're just losing that disk drive, like Cliff said. Who the hell's still watching Blu-rays on their PlayStation? They are they are hush on how much space they're putting in the the digital right. version though, which is kind of like is. it is yeah, what it is. The, if you have an external, you could probably plug it in. I'm gonna use this one for my PS4. Mm-hmm. So. That's the only thing that's kind of deterring me away. But then, like you said earlier, like the external for the PS4, because once you get your PS5, you're not gonna be playing your PS4. So just take mm-hmm. that joint out, and put it in the put it in a PlayStation. And I was reading an article earlier. They were saying that 99% of PlayStation 4 games will be able to be played on PS5. So yeah. it would be it would be rare for a PS4 game not to be played on a PS5. So that's another reason to get it. Um, I don't know, man. I'm cool with the price. Ron yeah, I mean, Harry Potter. I must say, that, yeah, that's just they, your answer. That's your stance, listen, right? Listen, man. Listen, man. They they do a, a bundle of Harry Potter PlayStation bundle sold with the wand in the hat. With the wand, give my hat. Give my fucking the controller hat. gonna be the wand. Oh, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I buy two of them just in case one break because you know how you know when you're playing the Wii, one of them just fly out your hand. So I'm cool with that. But uh, I mean the price didn't really bother me. I I do I would love to know how much storage you're gonna get because I made a joke about this like a week ago about the how Xbox 360 came out with the one with this 20 GB and one with the what was it 120 GB or 100 GB? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made a joke about that, and it seems like like that that's what they're gonna do. Uh, I want to know how interchangeable it is too. The hard drive, like how how like is it gonna be difficult for me? Do I have to only get Sony's equipment to upgrade? Because digital space runs just gonna run out quick, bro. Digital space just runs out way faster, and and it's it's crazy to think that because when you buy the disc, it's the same amount of storage, but for some reason when you have digital space, it just seems like it just goes faster. Maybe because you just buy more games when it's digitally, because you don't actually have to go out and buy them. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know the price point. The price point don't really bother me. I feel like if somebody's a PlayStation fan, they're gonna buy it. If somebody's an Xbox fan, they're gonna buy it. I feel like the price points don't really even matter. I just know that PlayStation had to compete with whatever Microsoft was doing. They tried their best. I mean, so we gonna see. We, There's we no gonna see. way they're gonna mess up this start the storage thing and make it like you have to buy Sony. There's no way they're gonna fuck up like that. Yeah, if they no do, that'll be like a major fumble. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Microsoft didn't go that route. Microsoft, you know, I mean, it's like it's like an Android phone where you could just do whatever you want with it. So wasn't Microsoft it early did. on though? You had to get something specifically. Had, I remember it being an issue the, like early the, on. The USB, the USB. Storage, yeah, that's you, it. Had yep. get, you had to get. Because and the reason that being was because uh, they were corrupting people's systems. That's why it wasn't even like yo, we don't want y'all buying nobody else's shit. It was literally because yo, we trying to save you from you. <laughs> then, then they, I guess whatever they fixed their software, whatever that wasn't even an issue anymore. But the but if you notice when you get an external hard drive from like a computer store, a one terabyte is like twenty thirty dollars. But if you go to buy a game like uh, go on GameStop or Amazon to buy one for your game, it's a hundred bucks. I got uh, I got I got what two terabytes for like fifty bucks. But if you go online to look, two terabytes on GameStop is one hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. That's this one for gamers. It's right, right. It's 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 nutty. So I mean the price point, like I said. 
people people like PlayStation. People that know they're going to get PlayStation already have their mind made up. They don't care about the price. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes for the Xbox. So I don't think the price price point really mattered that much. Sony just had to keep it close to what Xbox was doing. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. Yeah, I'm going the PS5 route and getting the Xbox games on uh, the PC. I agree. If at some point, uh, I usually get all the consoles at some point either way, living with another gamer, so we'll see how things go. But I don't think there's anything on Xbox you would want to play. But we'll see. I might end up getting Harry it. Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter coming to Xbox. I don't know. Especially if it's cross-platform. That'd be pretty cool, too. All right, so let's jump into our remakes. We're in the age of IP right now, which is to thank for all the remakes, ultimate editions that we're going to get. Uh, the remake on the forefront of everyone's mind, well, at least my mind, is The Prince of Persia in the Sands of Time, which I absolutely loved the original and was just days away from purchasing it on Steam. You remember I wanted to stream that, John, uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, what would you say has been your favorite remake to date, and which games would you like to see in the future be remade? My favorite remake up to date, my top two, would be um, Resident Evil 2. That game was amazing. Ron, you ever beat that? Uh, <laughs> you put it on the chopping block already. <laughs> but no, Resident Evil Two, like that's like one of the best games I played this year, dude. The graphics are like so amazing, dude. Like it brings like qualities from the regular one into this remake, which is like, dude, it's just unexplainable, dude. You gotta play it, man. Like I love that game. I played that game so much. Same thing with Resident Evil Three. I played it a lot. But my second one, like I want to say Final Fantasy Seven. But it's not. I like Shadow uh Shadow the Colossus. You guys ever played that game? Yeah, they remade it for the PS4. PS4. I haven't played it, man. That game is so simplistic, but it's like so damn good, dude. You basically have these bosses you gotta fight. Like no side enemies are like that. You just gotta figure out how to beat them. And it's just so good, dude. Like you guys definitely gotta try that out. Um but yeah, Resident Evil 2, obviously, like some honorable mentions, like Final Fantasy 7 would be my third place vote if I had if I could get a third place one. Um, but like other than that, like what games I would like to see be remade? Um, Metal Gear Solid Part One. I think I said this a while back. Like that's my favorite Metal Gear. Like even Part Three. If you remade Part One or Part Three, I'd be cool with either one. But like Part One, just because I haven't played that game in so long. Part Three, I can still play it on the 360 because they remade. Um, they made a combo with uh Part Two and Part Three, so I'm able to play that up to date. But like part one, I haven't played that thing in years. So if you could remake that, remaster that, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, make it like uh, the Resident Evil remakes, completely redo it. That'd be cool. Yep, that would that would be cool. I mean, uh, I really, I really, I really didn't play any remakes. I really sitting here was thinking, like, what remakes have I played besides Final Fantasy X? That was the only one I actually played where I could sit here and say like that was a that was a remake even or a HD upgrade as they might say. I mean, so I got I got a list of ones I would like to see. I mean, I I got Resident Evil 2, but obviously I haven't beat it, and it does look amazing. So that's probably the best one. But uh, as far as as far as remakes, I haven't really played in too many. I I don't know why. Maybe we just avoided them like we like we normally would. But uh, my list would be short and sweet. I would definitely say Yu Gi Oh! Duelist of the Roses. I would love to see that remake. Uh, don't Dave tell Rose, Ike uh, that. Don't yeah. tell Ike that. Yeah, I almost kicked Ike about the Discord. Um, <laughs> Man. He was out of pocket for that joke. But Yu Gi Oh! Duelist of the Roses was just one of the best Yu Gi Oh! card games that was out there. Still, still is, in my opinion. 
one of the best ones. They need to remake I don't that. Know, Ron. I don't think that joint gonna hold up, bro. I'm sorry. I think it's gonna hold up. I don't think it's gonna hold up. I love that game. Watch some Jones on YouTube. I love that game, but I don't think it's gonna hold up, my man. <laughs> You can't, you can't sell that on to Yu-Gi-Oh fan now. You can't because it's it's no, so no, you different. Can't. Yeah, you know you you can't sell that with all that with all that synchro summon and stuff like that. I would. I, that's the reason why I won't do it. Like that's the reason why because he know he understands all that stuff and I don't. I'm simplistic. Put my card out. Is it stronger than yours? All right, bet. Duh. But that's it. That's all I know. But um, uh, obviously Chrono Trigger. We've been we've been we've been griping about this for years. That'd be a nice one. Yeah, Chrono Trigger. Uh, I will say Digimon 1 or 3. Dave, which one was 3? Was 3 was the one you could have a party of 3 people? Or yeah, was that the second 3 one? Three would have a party of 3 people, but if I had to pick one out of that, Digimon World 1. Because Digimon yeah. World 1 like did this thing where you help Digimon, and they help you by going back to your village and making your village better. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. like... The- that was the, like the coolest yeah. thing in the world because so, I think the first one you get a meat farm if you like help. Yeah. I forgot the Digimon you help, but yeah, dude, that that concept was just great, dude. Yeah, that that was uh that was amazing. That I love that one. Only thing I, I hated, obviously, the Digimon and the Digimon's die. Like they'll get they'll they'll die if you overexert them, and you gotta you gotta go back to town and get a new Digimon. So that was kind of frustrating. But obviously, us being younger at the time, we didn't we didn't fully understand how deep that game was. That game was extremely like deep and we just ain't know it back then um i tried to play it a couple years ago uh i think we had what did we what did we use a torrent or something like that no uh, we Dave? used the emulator on the ipad oh yeah we used the emulator to play that game and that was that was it was still super fun i just ain't had the time to really sit there and just get into it on the ipad uh i would say fear i love that shooter uh that that one that's one of my favorite SPSs. It was a scary uh, first person shooter game where you had to hunt down this uh psycho chick kind of like a uh, Resident Evil. She was like made from a, a PC. Um and we we was talking about Prince of Persia remakes and looking now we got one. Right. That that that's obviously uh, right. That, that, was, that we were just talking about this and it happened. So I don't know. I feel like they should pay us for that. Yeah. But, um, and uh that Demon Souls looked crazy too by the way. That Demon Souls looked nuts. Absolutely nuts, but uh, yeah, that'd be my list. Sure, sure, list. Um, I would like to see like Lost Odyssey remade with like the Final Fantasy uh, Seven battles, battle um controllers. That'd be dope. I was gonna mention Lost Odyssey too. Also, I really was, but I didn't beat it. So I had to say, did you finish that? Joe? I know you were close to it. I'm really at the end. I'm literally right there at the end. Like literally right there, bro. <laughs> you should play I'm tomorrow, like man. Next battles. time you have a, a, a like free hour or two. Over. Yeah, tomorrow I'm not trading tomorrow, so I'll probably play tomorrow. He's not going to play it. Probably not. Don't let him fool you. So I, I feel like that shit. I'm playing play some Red I Dead instead. No, nah, what you need to do, you need to go watch play? Gone. You need to go watch my man Gone. Oh, so I can watch Jen not just shit on him all the time? Oh, you see that mean? You said, your name is Gone and I'm gone. And I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played a lot of remakes. Thinking about it, uh, Final Fantasy VII may, have, may be the best. I did play Devil May Cry 3 a couple times on different consoles. I guess that would count. But as far as upcoming, this may also be on the horizon. Uh, Mass Effect Trilogy. Mm, I heard about there's a rumor going around. Yeah, let's yeah. go. I think they're all great with one being the most annoying to play because of the, the inventory system and the way it moves yeah. nowadays. It's like yeah. definitely not modern. And three, having the worst ending of all time. Uh, you can fight me about it if you want to. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> what? Oh, fun fact though, fun fact though. Uh, he he's actually uh, right there. My brother actually <laughs> said he will fight you over the end of the Mass Effect. He actually he said liked... he didn't think it was that bad. He he gave so, me he, hold he, on. He, he so said, ten years uh, worth of work, 
will give you either one of nine different colors. Listen, man. The same thing Listen. happens across all nine different endings. Y'all done started. Y'all got my man started. They're just different colors. I can get him if you want. You're just different. <laughs> so you do you all that to talk to a kid. You want him or not, man? <laughs> we should do it. Let's do a special about it. Let's do a special about it because. Hey, listen, I read the theories. I went online to try to understand the whole indoctrination thing. Like, <laughs> there has to be something more than this. Literally on Reddit. Back then, just trying to find a way. Oh, it it was a good ending. Just trying to, he you know. for an answer. He kept my no. up all night looking for this can't be life. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but aside from that, the story was solid. And, of course, and the characters are memorable. I talk about Garrus all the time, the, the Krogans. Uh, yeah. All those characters are, are really near and dear to pe- anyone who's played it before. And the action, there's of course, a, the gameplay. Of- spider people that you got a choice to kill their like, Rachni? Yeah, the Rachni, yep. I kept them, well, I, I think them. I kept them alive the first time. I played it uh, way too many times. But uh, I like to see that, and I'm definitely going to spend a lot of time playing those games if it comes out. Sure. What's your favorite one? Two. Two's the best. Yeah, mine, yo, yes, two same, was five. Bro. Two was the best. Two was the best one. The Shadow Broker missions and everything, too, was the mm-hmm. best one. The DLC was dope, too. Oh, the DLC was amazing. Amazing. Well, let's stop, man, before we keep talking about that Mass Effect. Remember you found out about Garrus? Like, somebody keeps sniping all these people. We got to find out who the hell this is. It was Garrus. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Clean it up. Clean it up. And he, he was in your party <laughs> for the rest of the game. Right, right. And he had that badass scar too. That house. That, that's the boy right so there. Where you no motherfucker, where you been? <laughs> I need to All right, guys. Game. So here we are once again. The GameCube was released in Japan September 14, 2001, which makes it 19 years old. How does that make you feel, bro? Man, we <laughs> old, bro. <laughs> this yeah, console is beloved by an entire generation, our generation, as you see, and our younger siblings who, you know, Played it like played a lot, and uh, gave us one of the smallest discs ever created, which is we never had any discs like that except for the PSP. What were some yeah. of your favorite games on the console uh, growing up? Um, like Ron said, uh, one of the Yu-Gi-Oh games that apparently no one like remembers for some reason. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! False Bound Kingdom. It played like your traditional RPG where you know turn-based three v three battles, like something. Like it was dope. It was very, very different. Like. Like, uh, your party members, like, as you walk around, like, say if you're playing off Odyssey, you're walking around with Kaim. Like, in this joint, like, you would walk around, like, with one of the monsters. Like, I was walking around with Obelisk one time, bro. That joint was so fucking funny and legit, dude. Um, but it was the most, like, different Yu-Gi-Oh game I've ever played. Like, even more, like, different than Adorless of the Roses. I think if you remade this joint, it wouldn't last either. It's just way too different. And uh, another one is my favorite game on the system, though, was uh, Resident Evil Zero. Because I think Resident yeah. Evil Zero launched on this console. It wasn't out before the GameCube came out. It That's the one on the train, right, with Rebecca? Yeah, yeah. It, launched, it, launched, yeah it launched on Zero, uh, GameCube. Yep, it launched on this, and then it lets you switch between characters, too. I think it was the first time Resident Evil let you do that between Billy and Rebecca. So that was dope. And I never beat this game. I never did. I'm pulling oh, around on this show. I always wanted to play it. What? Oh, yeah, I beat this joint like 17 times, bro. Because it's the shortest yeah, one. No, it's the shortest one out of all the Resident Evil. I'm a dookie on you now. I'm a dookie <laughs> but I never beat this joint because there's come a point in Resident Evil where you get really far and you either got no ammo 
Well, you got no health. Yep. And now you got to start over. Yep. It happened to me yep. plenty of times in Resident Evil 1. Now That's I can why you're now in Resident Evil 2 Remake. <laughs> and why I never beat this game is because I have no ammo, like I said. No health. And there's one of these damn freaking monkeys, which I hate in any Re- in, out of all the Resident Evil games. This damn monkey is the worst enemy I ever ran into, dude. I can't run by him. I can't do nothing. Minute I exit that door and try to run, or, or huh? Rebecca. Who, who, I think I'm who Billy. You, who you stuck? Billy. Billy. I'm Billy. I'm on danger. So one hit, literally one hit, I'm dead. So every time I try to run by the damn thing, it jumps million feet and freaking hit me with his claw, and I'm dead. And I, I'm not, I'm not starting over, so I'm never gonna beat that game. I gotta see this a zombie monkey. Hold on, I've never seen this. I'm like you zigging when you should be zagging. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Ron? What do you like on this console? Did, John. You did it. Um, <laughs> I mean, Resident Evil Zero was on, uh, was on my list too. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I I played the shit out of that game. Uh, that joint went kind of like under the radar, but it was a four player co op. I think they're supposed to be remaking it actually for the for the. If I'm not mistaken. I think we've seen cool. that at. Uh, I figured we were watching. We were watching that. And uh, anyways, uh, Resident Evil Four obviously that was. Dude, how many hours did all of us probably put into that? Uh, tells us, uh, tells of Symphony. Uh, somebody mentioned that on a uh, uh, Twitter, and I was like, "Dang!" I thought I was the only one that was playing that like that. That was also like four-player co-op. And uh, Resident Evil Zero, obviously, that was like that's probably at the top of the list. I played probably played that. Uh, probably played that a lot. I think I beat that in like an hour and a half one time, like in the speed run after I got all the good stuff, obviously. Literally just in a speed run, like an hour and a half. That's probably the fastest I probably ever beat a Resident Evil game. A lot of, lot of fun, lot of fun memories with you know Mario Party and stuff like that. Like, uh, like you know, just hours of just trash talking your own family. Mario mm-hmm. Kart. I mean, even my mom, even my mom played that like crazy. And and the crazy thing is, I I don't remember what the price was of GameCube, but I remember being affordable because there was like three of them in my house. Like everyone had a GameCube. And then when it when the GameCube was dying out, obviously. There was like just so many of them, like just stacked up in the <laughs> house. Like just there was just so many GameCube stacked up everywhere. Um, it was it and it was so cool at the time because it had the little handle so you can carry it around. Mm-hmm. Like the discs obviously was just like out of control. Like that you would lose them. That Monkey had four Ball was super slots. fun. Four remote slots. I mean, it, uh, all the controllers was always fun too. Like you ever see all the goofy controllers you used to see at GameStop, like with all the skins on it and stuff. Like they they made that they made that system front Luigi's Mansion, dude. That was super underrated. Then they they just made a second one, didn't they? That was super underrated. Mm-hmm. I played Luigi's Mansion like crazy. And the crazy thing is, when uh my mom got that game because she's a huge Mario fan. Obviously, she grew up with Nintendo, and uh she got that game and she just couldn't understand it because you had you got to hold the trigger and then um use the other trigger to use the vacuum and she couldn't you know figure out that mechanic because she, obviously she don't play shooters but i got it right away so it was kind of one of those oh can you beat it for me and i was like uh yeah i can play this game as long as you're gonna let me play it till two o'clock in the morning are you gonna let me do it yo okay. they got super <laughs> excited to be able to play the game and not get in trouble so game q was definitely fun animal crossing i mean there's Go on and on. I didn't play the. Uh, I didn't play the the Pikmin though. I mean, I did have it, but the I really Pikmon. Didn't get into it. Everybody, <laughs> on. Pikmon. I, I really uh, I really didn't uh, get into it. I did have it, but I really didn't get into it. Or the Zeldas. I don't really play the Zelda games either. Metroid Prime. I played that. That was fun. I do want to play that. Link's Awakening. GameCube they remade all... for the Switch. GameCube is all that. 
Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't have one. Um, my brother uh, and different family members and, and friends, of course, they had them. So I played a little bit. Uh, one of my favorites would definitely be Melee, playing that for hours. Um, not the best at it, but, you know, get Kirby, take them off the side of the match, throw them off, get back up there. It's 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 yeah. a winning it's a winning strategy every time. Uh, Mario Kart Double Dash that was a really good one. I played a lot of that. Everyone in the neighborhood huddled around the TV. It's just some fond memories there. But yeah, I never owned one, but I do remember seeing a stack of them in my brother's house at some point. He may still have them at this <laughs> so many years later. But um, I think it was a cool console, and I know a lot of people loved it. So yeah, that's Sonic. That's Sonic Adventure. Oh, Sonic Adventure. I didn't play the X, the DX version, but of course I played one and two. And yeah, seeing that those they had the better version on that console, it kind of kind of uh, pisses me off because I had to play the the obsolete version. But yeah, those games were cool. And uh, Sonic Heroes, of course, I played that on Xbox, but that was on there as well, and that was a good one. Yeah, Ron, you had to pick this movie this week though. Oh, you had Do to I pick like this it? <laughs> All right, so the world around us is crumbling, and we're watching it in the palm of our hands. <laughs> the social dilemma touches on the subject that affects all of us, uh, and it's leading us down a very dark and dangerous path. This is a documentary, so of course there's not going to be any spoilers here, but I would recommend everyone who has social media, especially if you have children with social media, uh, check this out before hearing this review. It's on Netflix, uh, so check it out there. I'm not sure if it's anywhere else, but it's definitely on Netflix. Uh, also, we may bring up some divisive topics, so just be warned. Uh, if you don't like that kind of stuff, we'll catch y'all next time. But, you know, it's, it's, it's what this thing is about. So for those of y'all who stuck around and want to hear what we got to say, uh, Ron, tell us what you like about this film uh, and why you chose it for us to talk about it this week. Uh, after, after watching it with the, the missus or whatever, uh, we actually watched it, like, kind of twice. Like, we watched it, like like you know like for like 40 minutes and then uh got you know got sleepy turned it off and decided oh let's finish it tomorrow because it was super interesting and we wanted to just watch it again because it was just like super super interesting and the reason i chose it and uh, i actually switched the movie from uh, a movie that i still want y'all to see but uh because i like it's too it was super imperative for something obviously for content that we create and us you know being on social media and you know everybody lives in that world so i feel like it was imperative to even get just get the word out about this documentary because there is people that just kind of like live in a i i want to say like a shell like and they're not they're not aware of how that stuff affects them like what they see and what they hear and how they think and so i was like nah you know what that john that john that john touched my heart i was like no we gotta get this word out because i know people really is suffering from basically like a disease of social media so that was the reason why I chose the movie. Yeah, I think it was very good. Um, it really brought some stuff up for me. I'm someone who was really addicted to social media for a very long time when it first came out. First, I wasn't even, I didn't want to get on Facebook or MySpace at the time, but was eventually talked into getting it and then had to give it up because I just saw what it was doing to my life and my relationship and my thoughts about myself. So they were talking about how the teens and how like uh, people's different feelings about themselves is really skewed by you know seeing this everyone's showing the best part of themselves everything is perfect and you start to think like you know what is my life at this you know so really talking about that and then now being on social media for for this i'm kind of getting back to those old habits of just scrolling endlessly for 20 30 40 by the time i know two hours are gone and i really haven't done anything with my time but just see people be the ugliest they could possibly be especially on twitter 
So I think that this is very, yeah. like you said, it's imperative for people, especially for young people, because they mentioned how Gen Z is a, a generation that don't, they don't know a life without technology and without social media. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's very it's very concerning to think about right now, like the the future teachers and politicians, what social media is like morphing and and showing them what life is like or what life should be like, and how it's like misinformation is really just ruining. Um, all the progress we've made up to this point, even though it's been small, it's kind of like we're going backwards because of all this misinformation. Right. And, and, and like you said, and you put it in the exact words I was thinking, like it might seem small, but to me, it was like a snowball effect. It's like a snowball effect. Like it is a snow. It is a small snowball that big as shit. I don't know if you saw the it was trending yesterday. No lie that there was it? basically no. Well, this thing in particular, it said that 43% of young people, I'm not sure exactly what they mean by young people, don't believe right. the Holocaust is real, that it happened. Bro, that's, that's a real thing. But they don't see, believe you know it happened. They, they, they're saying you know, that it just you know, didn't happen. I met a person who legit didn't believe that was a real thing. I met, I met a person that legit didn't believe that was a real thing. This is, this is probably like, this is probably like six or seven years ago, though. That's so that's crazy. And we're, we're there's the some people who like conspiracy theories and stuff, but then like for the simple fact that people aren't being taught this in schools, which is outside right. of what we're talking about now. But yeah, these I think they show this person, this young boy, kind of being radicalized on whichever side. That it's a it's a cesspool for that what we're seeing right now because of all these opinion pieces, people with Photoshop statistics and ideals. Um, that it's it's really just all these monumentous monumental is like in big historic events that really shaped society now and how we move through is like being erased yep it's, it's, it's concerning super what about you did come on let's hear it man go ahead and shit on it i mean i thought it was a little boring but only for the foreign only for the fact that like we all know this i can understand like you should that de- people should definitely watch it you should definitely watch it because it is informative but for me like for us, like we already knew all this is going on. Like, there's a reason why. Like, when you Google something, say, uh, Google your trip to Disney. I want to go to Disney, right? You Disney stuff. It's a reason why that's gonna pop up on Facebook. It's a reason why it's gonna pop up on Instagram all of a sudden. Yeah. Because like, they they are re yeah. Like, it's a reason why all that's gonna pop up. It's because they're keeping track of all this shit. Like, have you ever sit there and wonder like why you YouTube you uh, search a YouTube video, then all of a sudden on Facebook it pops up there. Yep. They keep track of all this shit, dude. So, like, like Cliff says, like when you connect other people Wi-Fi, they're keeping track of it all by by the cookies. It saves mm-hmm. all in your cookies. So, if you don't want, like, that's why you got to delete your cookies every time you go somewhere. Like, you refresh it, you delete it, so that way all that's erased. But is it really erased? No, nope. you don't really. And know also, that. what about the times you forget about it? Like, I, I'm a stickler for that, for deleting stuff, especially if I'm on someone else's computer, you know, all that. Yeah. In my personal computer, yeah. I don't even save my, my passwords here. Right. So, but right. but mm-hmm. still, the times that you do forget, especially if you use your phone, um, if you use Google Maps, all that stuff, it's it's, it's scary. It's but scary. Like, but like but you like, said, it's things that we know, but what do we do about it? What's, what's the yeah, next step? exactly. Right. Yep. And, um, and like I was telling Ron this yesterday, like I, t- I told him it was boring. I didn't say it was boring because like it was trash. It was boring because like I said, we knew this already, and he says some people don't, and it's he's true. It's true. Some people really don't believe that, like you know, you're being kept track of. People really believe that. Oh, I searched up this video game. Now it's popping up all over the place. Oh, that's just a coincidence. This happened. This is probably like the twentieth time it happened today, but it's only a coincidence. Come on, now. There's like you said. There's people who don't believe the Holocaust right. happened. There's people who don't believe dinosaurs never existed, even though you got these giant ass bones, you got all this scientific proof and whatnot. 
And there's, you still got people that believe that the earth is flat. Yeah. There's still a lot of science. And it, it's, so, it's so weird. Like, it's, it's the thing. It was taught in history how this was a big deal with the church and with science back in the day about, yeah, you know, the, the world problem. being round that and being the, the center of the universe and stuff. Like, so how are we, how are we back in these archaic times? How does this shit happen? Right. Now, 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 what did y'all think about the part where, and I'm not sure exactly uh, which guy, it might have been the main protagonist, I, I wouldn't want to call him the main protagonist, but the main guy who was talking, uh, but that said it, or the, or it might have been the Facebook guy who was uh, inventing the like button, and I don't have all these names on hand, but you mm-hmm. guys are definitely watching, I'm sorry I don't have all names, but um, he was saying it's hard to gauge what's factual and not factual by the fact that everybody's operating off a different set of facts, and to me, to me, that that was the most eye-opening thing to me because here here I am. Let me let me use it in a personal context. I don't use social media for a lot of reasons, as you guys know. But I but even for the reasons that I couldn't use social media or can, I don't like social media. You guys know that. Even when it came down, when it comes down, to anything that we had to do for the podcast, I'm like I don't really know how to use that stuff. Which you guys, you know, you guys were making fun of me when I was trying to figure out how to use the Twitter and stuff like that. That's pop pop. Thing was trending. Yeah, I'm pop pop. Yeah, I don't know how to use that stuff. For anybody, I don't know. I am technically like it. I'm not. I'm technically uh, what you say, Dave. I forget what you said. I don't know how to use technology. <laughs> Put it like that. I, it ain't. It, it ain't for me. And and I don't. And I don't. And I also don't look for that information. Like I also am not like constantly trying to learn this out. Like if I don't know how to like do some of my PC, I know. Okay, I know somebody to do. Let me call Cliff. If I don't know how to do this this thing, oh, I know somebody to do. Let me call Dave. And that's how I look at. So for me, who doesn't who who's uh you know, not in that world. Like, I'm not in that world. I don't know what's trending. I didn't even know what the fuck that none of that meant until you guys were telling me. Like, obviously, it's common sense. Something's trending. I know what that means, but I didn't know that stuff could happen like that. I didn't know that stuff. So, I'm not part of that world. So, when I when he said that people were operating off a different base of facts, that hit me because, you know me, I'm sitting there, I'm quick to be like, yo, you're just fucking dumb, bro. I'm quick to be like, no, you're stupid. No, no, that doesn't make sense. Why do you think that makes sense? What, what information do you have that makes this, you know, reliable information? And then that makes so much sense to me because you know why I, I think it's stupid or you know why I know I'm right is because I don't have those same manipulated facts that someone might have got from their Facebook or their Instagram or their Twitter or their Snapchat and all these other social medias. I don't have that those manipulated facts. And anytime there's something that I need to know that's facts, I do my research. I do my due diligence. I'm on I'm on Wikipedia or I'm I'm searching something. I'm Googling. I'm I'm checking a news story from here, there, and there. I'm everywhere. I'm not biased on where I'm getting this information. But any information that someone gets on their Facebook, any information that somebody gets on their Snapchat, Instagram, anything, it's all completely biased. And that was the, the main thing that I took away was like, yo, like when he said when he said that, I instantly took empathy on everybody that that I that I thought was just stupid. I instantly took empathy on everybody. That I just feel like, why don't you know the same things I know? I instantly took empathy and not not saying, oh, I'm better off because I'm on social media, but I instantly realized the the reason why somebody believes what they believe and the reason and why the same thing you are. I'm yeah, that yo, and and when he said that about when you search uh, what do you, I forget? It was the example we gave, but if you search what the global warming uh, is coronavirus, global warming 
government is, yeah. And then everywhere, depending where you live and stuff like that, you get different information. So that means every like like you said, everybody's operating on a different set of facts. So wherever you live, you're gonna get the information saying global warming is a hoax. And where and you might live somewhere in fucking Timbuktu and you get information saying that uh, global warming is real and it's happening. So then you know, in your mind, your mind you, you process that and then you become, you know, an advocate for like, yo, global warming is real, let's let's you know cut the emissions and stuff. And if somebody thinks it's a hoax, go, you know, no, it's not like yo, let's get this big F-150 truck and just burn all the gasoline that we can. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's the same thing with the mask. The, uh, what do they call them? No maskers? I forget what they call them. Maskers and no maskers. You got So you got all that misinformation. Oh, th- what about the thing where he said about the Muslims that was in some country? I know it was near India because uh, the minister told me, but uh, they were they had to be mass migrated by like 700,000 of them mass migrated because their phone was installed with Facebook and it was, and it was slurring uh, Muslim, you know, uh, propaganda. So they had to be. Did you even hear about that on the news? Isn't that crazy? No. I never. I didn't even hear about that. No well, one that, heard about that's that. That's also American I... bias, right there, because they're brown people. I mean, in Muslim. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it's probably on BBC, but we're not going to see it here on American news because they're brown people. Right, and 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 I and I said the same thing. So I 100% agree from that standpoint. But I was sitting there saying like, yo, not a peep of it. Yo, and I wouldn't. We would have never knew. And I and I kind of was like, yo, let me. And even though I'm watching this movie about them stating facts and how social media works, I'm still look at me still Google and stuff to make sure that my information is correct because I don't want to I don't want to misspeak or be misinformed. And sure enough, it is. It's actually a true story that happened. And I'm sitting there thinking like, think about that. Think about from two sides of that. The manipulated information that we didn't get, so we didn't get told that it was happening. So we so we're so we're in the dark. And the people that is getting told, they get misinformation about what's happening. Like what? Yeah, Yo, that's, that's that. This movie blew my mind, bro. It literally blew my mind, and that's like what Dave said. It's something I'm already aware of because I'm 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 quick to you know joke people, mess with people that's on social media because I I know that stuff is not real. Like Instagram having a thousand, like having a million followers on Instagram because you Kylie Jenner, it just isn't real. Imagine how her world would be if one day she woke up, her Instagram was deleted, bro. She would be devastated because she's living online. And I don't have that attachment to that world, but yeah. it's crazy to think that how manipulated it can be. Like, like Cliff said, scrolling up and down. You look, you, you, you check your phone for thirty. You think you about to check it for thirty seconds, but you already been on it for thirty minutes, just scrolling. And, and you pick it up to do one thing, and then yeah, notification pops know. up, and then you're somewhere else. Like, how the hell I right. end up on Twitter? Hey, bro, There's a, right a down, few things right down I took right. away from this, John, was um that. Like when that when the mom took the phone and she locked it in that uh, container thing, I forgot what it was called. And the little girl went over there to break it and took her phone and ran upstairs. There's people who act like that, bro. There's people who can't right. live without their phone. And I give you an example. Like I went to work one time on my way to work. I realized I didn't have my phone, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to work. I don't care. I'm gonna leave that shit at home. I'll be. I can do eight hours right. without it." So like I get to work, and like my buddy was like, "Hey, I texted you, man. Like I'm like I left my phone at work at home." He was like, "What?" I was like, I left my phone at right. work, at home. I was like, I left it at home. He was like, man, I couldn't have done that. I would have turned back around. I was like, well, I'd have been late. He's like, well, I don't care, man. I would have been late. I grabbed my phone. I need my phone. I'm like, so like, you would have risked your job? You would have risked your job just to grab your phone that you're going to go back home to? So that, that that's, people do act like that, bro. That's the first thing that came to mind when I saw that part. People really do act like that about their phones, dude. And um, another thing is, even when you try to stay off of social media, they try. They they do shit to bring you back in. Like how bro, that guy how, tried to how stay off. How scary the, he, was that? 
How's you know, that joint was that? And it made me start to wonder, like, how does like does that happen to me? Because like I'm I don't do social media unless we're promoting our right. podcast or whatever. And I, like I said, like Cliff said, like I do kind of fall into that trap though, where you're laying in bed and you're scrolling through Facebook and just watching the videos. You mean mean to do? Oh, I'm gonna go to bed in like ten minutes. Next thing you know, you look up. It's been two hours, and you're like, shit. Now you feel dumb. You didn't but, do nothing. Um, nothing. You didn't do nothing but to watch these videos that you're not gonna remember tomorrow. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like, yeah, like, how they try to drag you back in. Like, I thought about that. I was like, does that happen to me? And uh, it doesn't happen to me with Facebook or anything like that, but, like, DoorDash. Like, I won't use DoorDash for, like, a couple weeks, and then all of a sudden I get a notification from DoorDash. Hey, if you come back to us, you yep. get free to $5 off your next delivery. And I'm sitting there like, why, why, like, how are you sending notifications to me right now? Like, I haven't used you in two weeks, but then, like, watching that, I'm like, okay, they're trying to suck me back in. That's what they try and do. Like, it made, it made sense. That that it clicked on me right there. That's what email does to me for like LinkedIn and stuff like that. Um, it's been a couple months since I've got back on the drug of social media after taking some time off because, like I said, I just saw how it impacted um, my productivity as well. Like I'd be at work, and if it's lunchtime, and then lunchtime goes ten minutes over time, fifteen minutes over time the next day, and it's like I'm just here, and I've missed these things. Now I have to work a little extra, you know, a little more to get things done. And then just seeing, of course, um, for the past couple of years, things happening, uh, you know, violence and hate speech, seeing that type of stuff and how it was radicalizing people, too. So what took my big takeaway? Well, there's actually a couple. I should have, I'm actually probably going to watch this again and take notes because it's, it's it was very polarizing. And like you said, it's things that right. we know. But it's, it's just one thing that's like, why doesn't everyone else know this and do something about it? Because right. as one guy said, this is probably going to lead to a civil war because we're seeing this divide between this side who believes this thing and this side who believes this thing and how angry they are at each other and they're not able to coexist and the, how people's political feelings have become so much of their identity mm-hmm. that it's like it's really going to bring oh, it's, it's going to boil over to, eventually and it, it's coming he said he said they all said it that's the one thing they all agreed on well they asked what do you think and these are the ones who created this stuff too that's crazy exactly i would I was just about to ask you guys, what did you guys think about it, that it came from the people who created these things that, that's obviously out of that world now, and they, they're out, and most of them are, were out because of, you know, conscious reasons. They were like, yo, like, they felt like they wasn't doing the right thing anymore. And, the, the, like, the, for instance, the guy who made the like button, he said that we made the like button literally with the intent to spread love around the world. That was, that was like, literally our conference about that. Like, that was our plan, and then it became an addiction. And so what did you guys think about that it came from their perspective and, and their perspective of they don't even let they don't let their own family use it. I think uh, I think uh, like five out of seven of them had kids and they all agreed they don't let their kids. They, they either don't let their kids use social media or phones or they cut their phone down their screen time, as they called it, down tremendously. What did you guys think of that? Oh, my bad. I was going um, to let you. Uh, I mean, like. I mean, they know the wor- what's the worst thing that can happen. So obviously, they're trying to do the best they can for their kids and their family because they, like you said, they're the ones who made it. They know what the end result can be. So like, I understand it. Like, Davian uses his iPad a lot to watch YouTube videos, and like, I try to li- I limit him at night. So I I don't I totally understand it, man. It's the scariest part, I think, coming from the people who created it, and they know they made the algorithms and the AI, and they know what the possibilities are in the future. And how much things have changed in so little time where it was like really no social media in high school. And now 10 years later, it's like 
yeah, I'm that young. Ten years later, like it's it's like right. everywhere. You can't do anything without it. You want to sign up for something? Oh, you use your Facebook yeah. or your Google. Oh, you want to get this thing? Give me your email for this reason. And like we had to get get rid of our Alexa. We didn't even talk about all that type of stuff either. Yeah. Where the missus and I would just be talking about something, and then the next day in my on my computer, it's there. Yeah. You know, um, promoted to me, and it's like we were talking just in our room with this thing off. It's not supposed to hear us. And who knows what else they, they, they Alexa, heard. It's Alexa not supposed is to. Alexa actually but. being used in a crime. She's actually being the first tech, first uh, AI ever being used in a crime to clear a case of a man killing his wife. Yep. He, he literally said, use Alec- check Alexa because ours is on all the time and they were going to play back everything. And for those who didn't know that it does record whether it's on or off, if it has battery life, it's on. Whether you turn her off or put her in sleep or put her in rest, it's on at all times recording every little detail you say. And it holds thousands of gigabytes of data you know the thing that really pushed it over as we would just be watching tv or we'd just be in the room and it'd be quiet we'd be going on the bed or whatever and it's, it would pop on like what did you say it's like what right what's, what's happening right now so yeah, it's scary, it's scary to hear from them just... and knowing how many computers and how much power is being put behind in social media and what is the end goal because they when they mention that we're not paying for this you know, we're giving them our time and our, you know, and it's affecting yeah. our lives outside of this. What does this mean? You know, once we are extinct, you know, and, and our kids come up and they're our age, you know, what does that, what does the world look like where there's so much misinformation and so much bias? It's, it's, it's alarming. Super scary. Yeah. Bro, this is probably the uh, scariest the part, movie oh, I've you, seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's super, it's super scary, and, and yet again, like I could talk about this all day, but yet again, like for instance, the one uh, guy who was one of the actors in like the reenactment, uh, he was getting started getting radicalized, right? As, as you can see, like whatever they were talking about, obviously it wasn't something like real life stuff but it was he was getting radicalized or whatever they were trying to portray but he was getting radicalized by the content that he was consuming because it it becomes a part of you and if you're seeing it everywhere you go then then you just think about it more and whatever you think about you know as as far Errol Nightingale said you become whatever man thinks of he becomes of so that that's that's scary to think that they're playing games with your mind and what you like and what you don't like and and then to think that just a couple months ago you had Facebook, Amazon, all of them at uh, Congress. It was mm-hmm. it was all down there trying to explain the case. This case, they were literally explaining this case that they're not manipulating, that they're not you know uh, putting things up there that's not supposed to be up there. Like they're literally was defending this, and then this movie comes out, and it's like, bro, your counterpart, the people people who help you make this stuff, is saying the opposite of what you said, bro. And in for if anybody believed them. And the one and one thing that that he's uh, one of the guys said he said you want to he said if you don't think that social media is bad, check and see if you can find Zar- uh, Mark Zuckerberg and if you ever see his phone in his hand or if you ever see him on social media or ask him if he lets his kids be on social media. And when he said that, that clicked so that that made me angry because I'm like, yo, you absolutely right. My man's ain't on social media. My man's never on his phone, and my man probably don't let his kids use it because he know it's stupid garbage trash. And it's to think that they're and like competition over our time not our money that that was like that was like a boom moment like my brain literally exploded because that made so much sense to me as you know as a financer kind of person like and that, it made that it makes realistic sense. too how like low value is like just a couple cents that they're winning yeah. but still over six That's million a people it's a lot yeah, of bread six million people. 
seven million seven billion people in the world and you figure two billion of them got a phone and how many people on uh facebook i think they crossed one billion like a couple years ago like that's a lot of money bro and they don't want your money they want your time that to me was like boom that's priceless time is priceless your two your two biggest valuable assets in life is time and money how you spend those is how you spend the rest of your life in that order time and money those are two biggest assets assets in life so they want you time they don't want your money they want your time they want you at the screen they want you scrolling they they don't care about what you buying they don't care about that they care about are you are you here with us are you here with us and and to look at that in your life in general is how netflix drops a whole season of an episode because they want you to binge it was never even a word until netflix came out mm-hmm. and binge is always used in in a in a negative light so if you binge negative you, or you binge drink or whatever or you're binging it's usually yep. a negative connotation to it i remember early on i was like why am i binging anything on purpose why would i do that yep Yep, and now when now when now when something comes out and it's interesting, you know, let, let's say if it was a Game of Thrones or something like that, people are like, oh yeah, I just binge watched the whole first season of Game of Thrones or something. How like do that. you do that? How do you it's sit like, for six hours and do that? I mean, no, listen, but it's it's listen, it's that time. It just takes way too much of your time. I Spread guess, it out. I guess, uh, closing, I guess, in closing, what do you what are you guys going to do? You know, differently now with all this information that we probably that that we have we already had anyway. I'm gonna do keep you, doing do what you I'm feel doing. Yourself and not... more conscious now. Oh yeah, I've always oh, yeah. been conscious about it, but I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. It's just stay off my phone as much as I can. Yeah, I think I'll uh, be more because I don't post a lot. It's like my personal stuff. Uh, when I was training, of course, and last year, I was uh, because the job recommended, you know, required me to do that. But I could be more conscious about, you know, when I wake up in the morning. Because he said, when you wake up, you either look at your phone first before you pee or you pee while you're looking at your phone. So I could be more more conscious of that and probably keeping the phone um, on the nightstand instead of using it uh, when I go to bed cause, and putting right. it in the window seal. Because that's where it, in, it ends up, in the window seal. And then wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's alarming because, especially now with COVID, you know, with my work schedule being a little more flexible, some days it don't start until 10 because I'm on my phone. So. Right, and 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 I, even even me, who person who's not even on social media, I said this, I I have been very conscious now of uh like when I'm using it, where's my phone, like am I taking it everywhere with me, like am I treating it like it's a person, like that's 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 like what I'm thinking about now, like am I treating this like it's an actual physical person, like th- like is it like it's a child, like I gotta take it everywhere with me, so now I am being very conscious about like. Like I mean, quite sure I'm not the only person who goes to the bathroom with their phone, but now I'm really like it don't have to go with me this time. It don't have to go with me this time. Like like yeah. if I'm if I'm going downstairs to to like cook breakfast or something, it don't have to go with me this time. Like it don't it don't it don't have to go with me. That's that's like what I keep telling myself now. So I'm trying to be very conscious of it now. I'm uh, obviously gonna get on the little ones and this this was deep for me, man. This was this hit me and this hit me, man. Yeah, I, I was imagine. like, this is fucked up. They doing this to people. This is fucked. I'd like to see a this part like two a and see how help. this is how this is uh, the the racial divide is being fueled by social media too, because um, that's yeah, dude, another so major much. issue like, that's the... happening. But you know, maybe there's a part two that'll come out for that. There, there's there's so many things that come that come from this, like especially obviously was they they're calling this. Think about this. They're calling this a make or break election for us right now, right? Why is it gotta be make or break? We we didn't we didn't had forty five elections now, and none of them has been make or break. 
why is this one got to be make or break? And what's the what's the main difference? Social media, and that's so true. When they showed us the statistics of like suicide and little girls and stuff like that and teens, I was like, what? Like, uh, bro, that shit getting rough. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, sure, we'll talk more about this in the future. It's a little more serious note this week, but it's necessary. I mean, we all live in this ecosystem together. We got to figure out how to coexist and and do our best to uh, persevere and and don't let the Cylons kill us because we gave them all our information and they know what we want for breakfast. Bro. All right, y'all. We're going to leave y'all Honestly, with a, a low like... note this week. <laughs> huh. Hopefully you got some enjoyment. Uh, always check out last week's episode. It's a little more upbeat. That shit got dark quick. <laughs> We're living in dystopia. This is like right before dystopian future. Like this is the 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 moment. But anyways, we gonna catch y'all next week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> After this, hit us up on Discord. Uh, we keep the conversation yeah, going. Turn all our social medias and get addicted. Bring turn that phone. Right. If you're gonna sit here and spend hours on phone, might as well do it with us. And uh, make sure you check out our streams too on Twitch. All of our information is gonna be in the show notes. Y'all take care. We'll catch you next time. We got a movie? We got a movie? Well, for next week? Who's it? Is it uh, Dave this time? No, it's you. I mean, I, we, could, we could watch the movie I was going to uh, pick. I don't have nothing in the back pocket. That, you guys. Did, y'all, did y'all catch Knives Out? Did we do that already? No, we didn't. Let's do that. Let's do that. I'm not trying to read for two hours. Let's do that. Lol. All right. You your phone for two hours. All right, yeah, bet. All right, we watching Knives Out next week, y'all. Michael, fuck a rapper's life up like Malik did the press. You know I get the